Welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration and you're joining me today in the lovely Cotswolds uh, in the UK, a wonderful countryside and this week I'm going to be joined by Samantha Lissington who's an Olympic contender uh, with the New Zealand equestrian team, professional horse rider. Let's go. Welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration, coming to you today from the Cotswolds? Yes. Oxfordshire? Yes. Ascot under Witchwood. Ascot under Witchwood. And I'm joined by the wonderful Samantha Lissington. <laughs> Say hi. Sam is a, a professional equestrian rider um, who's uh, just recently moved to the UK. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but a, a fellow Kiwi. Yes. So we have that in common. Mm -hmm. So what brought you here? Basically horses. Um, so in New Zealand I rode uh, from a young age, from about 10, and we've always watched the likes of Mark Todd on TV, um, going and doing great things like the Olympic Games. Sir Mark Todd. Sir Mark Todd, Sir I stand Todd. corrected. Um, yes, so you know we've always seen our idols branch off, go overseas and then conquer the world. So that was the vague plan in yeah. coming over. Yeah. Yeah. And why, uh, why England? Why is that such a popular route? Because New Zealand's well known for its horses as yes, well. Yes, yes it is. It's just popular, I think, in its location and the history of eventing and of horses in England. Like it goes back so far, it's so far ingrained and there's such an industry around it. Right. And you have access to all the European events right on your doorstep. Right. Whereas New Zealand's very isolated. So to do anything um, is quite hard to get to big championship events and we also don't have whilst we have really quality riders we don't have the quantity right. so you have a small group of good riders but you need to be over here to prove yourself and and to see where you stack up against the rest of the who's everybody's and somebody's so sort of competing in a bigger bigger yep. pool bigger yep. stage all yep. that sort of stuff yep. everything's just bigger grander um, but New Zealand is a great um, development for the riders coming over, you know, like it does a great job of producing riders who then can go on um, to compete internationally. Right. So, what what are, what are the um, things that uh, that help produce good riders in New Zealand? Why why are they good? I think um, a few things. Our courses are usually really up to scratch, like they're quite tough. The cross country, which um, thinks that sets us in good stead for being gutsy cross-country riders and I think the Kiwi culture is very much just a get on get it done go do it type of vibe and so we have that ingrained from a young age from Pony Club um, I think that that sets us out well you know as we go on and we develop a lot of resilience through that so we don't have um, usually large amount of funds to do everything so you kind of just mix it together and end up um, riding a large variety of horses and learning to ride well um, and I think also funnily enough the isolation being so far away it's such a massive challenge to come over here to the UK or to go to Australia go whatever that you've already had to sacrifice so much to get here that you're just 100% committed yeah, <laughs> you know? it's literally burning yeah. the bridges, isn't it? Yeah, and it's not all been plain sailing, has it? No, has it? You, no. You, you, you had quite a severe injury at one stage. Yes. Tell yep. us about that. Yeah, um, I broke my pelvis, um, so it was just a freak accident, as we all, as horse riders say. But it was um, 
just I was riding a horse trialing one for someone and the horse was very sweet and had not done everything anything like that before but for whatever reason we just didn't click in that one moment in time and so it reared up backwards and then it's wither so the bony part that connects the neck and the body um, landed here on my pelvis so that um, so you were underneath the horse yeah so it landed like backwards like here and then it rolled off this way and so I was land lying on my bad side in Taupo waiting for the um, ambulance to arrive which was like the longest 20 minutes of my life waiting for that um, and yeah so it turns out I had broken it. I got airlifted to Rotorua Hospital and then um, it was such a funny thing because I was in denial the whole time. Like, sound I, funny. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I'd done something really serious yet my in the moment brain was in complete denial that anything wrong, seriously like long term wrong had happened. Like yeah. I was like guys someone might have to just ride my horses tomorrow. You know like just, just and I'll be back the next day. You yeah. know like it was just funny how um, how I knew something was really bad. I knew I needed an ambulance, but yet I thought I'd be back riding in two days time. <laughs> right, right, and, and it wasn't quite like that. Not so you broke your pelvis quite badly. Yeah. yeah. So we got it plated um, and put back together, and then um, I was about four months off a horse. Um, the day I, I had already booked a trip to the UK. Um, and the day I was off crutches, I flew to the UK and still did the trip anyway. So I came and stayed with um, Jock Padgett um, and got to experience a number of the events over here. I was really lucky that Jock took me to um, a bunch of the really high profile events. So I got to have a little taste of it, um, walk the courses, see what it's all about. And then, yeah, flew home after six weeks and then went on to keep aspiring to come over with horses later on. Amazing. And how, how long ago was that? That was 2013. 2013. Yeah. So we're 2021 yeah. right now. Yeah. Couldn't walk for a while. Yeah. Then you walked and then you went around yeah. on, on crutches yeah. and, and, and then eventually got back in yeah. the saddle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like the saying goes. Yeah. And, um, but then made the huge decision to uh, you know, cut the ties and sort of bet, bet the farm, so to speak. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you came over with horses, yeah. right? Yeah. How many? And we came over with four, which was definitely not the plan. Um, we, ha we actually had a, a few unusual circumstances come over, uh, coming over. Um, we nearly got done over by a con artist, which was just an interesting addition to the story, which is why we actually ended up with four on the plane instead of the two, because we were kind of committed, and then we were like, you know what, let's just do it. So I brought four. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, it's good that I did bring the four because I've been able to cram in a huge amount of experience in a shorter space of time. So um, I could have just come over with one, but actually I think I would have been twiddling my, my thumbs and there's a lot of pressure then on that one horse for you to go out and perform. Whereas with um, the more horses I could get out there, get competing, you know, um, once a week or every other week weekend and get much more experience into the way of, UK way of doing things in a shorter space of time, so yeah. it's really good. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And for those who, who may not be familiar with three-day eventing, can you describe how it works? Sure. So there's um, three phases, um, dressage, show jumping and cross country. You do all three phases on the same horse, so the, the closest um, human sport is the triathlete, so you need a horse that's good in all three areas. Um, as opposed to really good at one area and not so good in the other ones. So dressage is all about harmony 
um, and suppleness. You follow a set movement, kind of like in a grid pattern. Um, and every horse for that level does the same test. And then you get scored as to your accuracy and the way of going and the harmony with the horse. Um, so you actually end up with a score, um, the lower the better. Um, and it's a little bit of an unusual scoring system because you basically go um, your percentage. Um, so you might get like 70% is quite a good test, um, would give you a 30. Right. Um, so you start the weekend on a 30. And then you go on to the show jumping, um, which is the one over coloured poles. Uh, and you just basically jump and clear, so yep. you don't get marked on style or anything like that. You have a time to... limit as well, though, Yes, you? you do. Yeah. yeah. And some courses will be a tighter time than others, and time is much more influential as you go up the levels um, than it is at the lower levels. And then you have cross country, um, which is over solid obstacles in a field um, where you're tested on bravery. Yeah. Um, and the show jumping is more about carefulness, and the cross country is about bravery and um, accuracy and as you go up the levels it gets more and more technical. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty big and tough at the top level. Somewhere over there. Somewhere over that way. <laughs> yeah. Talk about bravery. So yeah, we, we've just, well, you've been competing today. Yeah. In a competition. Uh, the dressage is sort of, uh, yeah, about harmony you say, very, yeah. very controlled, slow, almost like, to my eye anyway, like sort of ballet or some sort yeah. of choreographed movement. In the... If we got it to ever look like ballet, we'd be winning. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you had, uh, I think, one down on the yes, show yeah. jumping, yep. and then the cross country, uh, we, we were watching you come into a sort of staircase. Yes, thing. it was the only one I rode terribly on the whole course, and you happened to be there, but yes. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I've got a shot of it, so So, when did you arrive? Just to remind me. What, 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 uh, nearly two years ago now, although it doesn't feel that long because we've had COVID, which has interrupted the vast majority of that time. So, we're June... 2021, you So arrived. 2019. 2019, yeah. and then COVID came along in March 2020. Yes. and so we had a short burst of the season, which was from like um, July when they started competing through until October, and yep. then the season was over, and then we didn't really get another season from then. And of course the Olympics were yeah. deferred. Yes, deferred, yes, um, to this year. So we are right in the midst of it at the moment, um, and we've actually ended up quite high on the list which is quite exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. So tell me about that. You're, uh, you're um, a contender for the New Zealand Olympic yes, team. Yes, we are, yep. Um, and we have a final selection event um, next weekend, and it will be decided after then, basically. Yeah. So how are you sure. feeling about that? Yeah, excited. <laughs> excited. Um, I'm on a lovely horse. I'm very lucky to ride him. And um, the horses, Sooty, Sooty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Sooty. He's owned by half owned by a New Zealand uh, lady called Pitt McCarroll, yeah. and um, he is a delight. He's a total delight, and basically he is amazing. I just have to make sure I ride him well, and he does a fantastic job, which is a very lucky position to be in. So if you if you get in, you and Sooty will be off to Tokyo. Yes. Yep. We when? have a quarantine uh, that starts around about the tenth of July for the horses pre-export quarantine and then they fly somewhere around the um, 18th, 19th of July and then the competition 
is at the end of July through until the first couple of days of August. Amazing. Mm. And if not uh, Tokyo, then Paris, I think, yes, is next, Yes, Paris right? at 2024, which is actually not that far away. And even closer than that, there's the World Equestrian Games, which is being run in Rome next yeah. year. And you're competing pretty much. How many events would you do each, uh, each week or each month? Um, so we're usually competing like once or twice a week, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Once or twice, so yeah, 100 competitions more or less a year. Yeah, well, although we have the off-season. Season. Yeah, yeah, but during, so during the on-season, we're really full-on, and then during the off-season, we all take a break for a bit. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a mouse going on. Yeah, that's a mouse. Out, out of frame, uh, a, a horse called Easter Star. Well, yes. that's the show name. I like, yeah. It's like a stage name, right? I know. Easter Star. <laughs> Easter Star. But mouse is the, uh, the stable name, I guess. Well, although, otherwise, we'd have 100 Craigs, wouldn't we? <laughs> You need a show name. <laughs> you need a show name. Well, fantastic. Really um, the best of luck for the selection. Thank you. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Very good.